Welcome to the Endor Report, a family Star Wars podcast with your host, Captain Tad. I'm also joined by my committee. I am not a committee. Okay, Princess Janelle, along with his crew of scoundrels, Jack the Droid. The odds of anyone listening to this podcast are a million to one. And Molly the Padawan. I am no Jenna. And anyone else we pick up along our way to the Outer Rim. Now it's time for the show. Episode of the Endor Report. I'm your Captain Tad, joined by the Princess. Yep. Janelle. Oh, I was supposed to say my name? You could have said your name, but you you just went with yep. Yep. And... uh, We've taken a little bit of a break from podcasting. There hasn't been a ton of new Star Wars content out there. We did watch like all of the Bad Batch and everything that's come out. We've read a few of the books, the visions, but we got excited when we watched Book of Boba Fett. Visions was good. Visions was great. I love Visions. You're you're not a huge anime fan, but you still even liked it. I liked the a couple of them. But we wanted to talk about the book of yep. Boba Fett. The book Fett. of Boba Fett. The <laughs> book of Boba Fett. That was this is today's title. So since the first episode's out, we got a new episode coming out tomorrow. So we wanted to make sure that we were able to document our opinions, our favorites, our predictions. That way we can brag to the other one who was right and who was wrong. At three AM Eastern tomorrow. Yes. So the first episode aired. While we were down in Orlando, Florida, on December 29th, it was 38 minutes long. It was written by John Favreau and directed by Robert Rodriguez. Oh, I thought you were going to describe how we all viewed it on your phone, on your knees, all huddled around while you balanced it in the hotel room. I on f- vacation. I forgot an HDMI cable to hook up to the <laughs> laptop. <laughs> so we've watched it a few times since. I've watched it like five or six times. I, I like it more each time. So I'm interested to find out. So first big question for you is, what was something that surprised you in the first episode? And of course, as always, spoiler warning, if you haven't seen it, what are you doing listening oh, yeah. to a Star Wars podcast about the Book of Boba Fett? We're about to talk about all of it. So what was the one thing in this first episode that really surprised first you, Princess? First question is surprise. Apparently, that question surprised you. That question surprised me. So I'd... No, I'll let you... The, I think my... the I thought it was a nice surprise to have a brand new animal pop out of the sand. It was a surprise, and it was it was kind of fun. Uh, it wasn't a crate dragon. It wasn't a sarlacc. It wasn't... Uh, it wasn't anything that's been in a comic book or in a cart in a cartoon or in a um, uh, so that video whole, game or anything like that. That whole little thing surprised me. The animal surprised me, and then the that the story of kind of how he starts getting accepted into that tribe surprised me because there was more than one opportunity for them to start liking him. But it kind of took until the the new monster, and we don't. Do we have a name for the new monster? I think they ca- called it Sand Creature. A Sand Creature. It was. He yeah. was kind of cool, but like, I don't know what he was doing down there. And it was. They said it was an homage, or however you say that word, to the guy who created Clash of the Titans, and like one of the first people to create the stop animation monsters 
um, from the 60s. So they like recreated a creature that kind of looked like the big uh, Titan. He's kind of like a sand alligator. Like he kind of was hiding, and and I mean I really liked um, the he had other a killer character six pack too. Like. He, did, <laughs> he was it was it he was, was a, ripped. Now that you mentioned that though, it is a little bit of a, like it looks like a more uh, retro monster. Oh yeah, even like the big eyes and stuff, mm-hmm. and then even the cutting the head off. But I liked the other guy too that he ate. You know the Rodian. Yeah, like he was he was pretty funny, and that was I guess then I guess a, a surprise. Uh, after watching the show was when we found out who got what cameos. I, I, and that, I thought that was a surprise and I thought that was really fun afterwards and then we get to go watch again and and listen for our cameos. My favorite cameo was uh, obviously Matt, Matt Barry. Barry. <laughs> who is not in love with Jackie Daytona and Laszlo. I don't even know. So if you don't watch What We Do in the Shadows, that was the droid who was telling everyone about how they're going to torture the Gamorrean guards and that their squeals will show will have a piercing sign to everyone on Tatooine not to cross you. But that was Matt Barry. So. I mean, the more we can sneak Matt Barry into Star Wars, the better. He's got to be reoccurring. I mean, that's a droid in Lord Fett's He's palace now. He's such a good actor. He's so... Fabulous. He should be in a lot more Star Wars than just a little cameo, but I'll take it. Well, the weird thing, like, I follow his Twitter account. He hasn't mentioned it, but people keep posting. He has some... So maybe there's something else. He does something like a punk jazz, and he has a band right now. So he's, like, promoting a CD, so he hasn't promoted Book of Boba Fett. I'm going to have to look that up because in, you know, I know this is about Boba Fett, but in the What We Do in the Shadows, the whole episode where he is in a band and is trying to sing as Laszlo, like, that's a little hilarious that Matt Berry also has a band. I need to go listen because... Apparently his lightsaber fight with uh, Mark Hamill in uh, What We Do in the Shadows, which is... What he said was his greatest career moment of his life. Yeah, uh, paid off because now he's in a. Uh, this is why a, though they're Disney buddies, Star Wars. and this is Mark Hamill's favorite TV show. So you, he is Laszlo and Jackie Daytona. He is the best part of Mark Hamill's favorite TV show. Of course, he's gonna pop up in Star Wars. That makes me happy. So that was also a surprise, but that wasn't during the show surprise. But the cameos are a surprise, and the other one was also a surprise when we looked it up. Oh, the guy who voiced Darth Maul in uh, the Clone Wars was voicing the Rodian, which the Rodian didn't yes, have any verbal. Yes, that's where this verbal, came from. Verbal parts, but he was still like, they used his voice to make those noises. I just love that, that we have those little cameos and Easter eggs and, and everyone that was part of Star Wars that enjoys being part of Star Wars and the actors. Like, I mean, I don't think we're going to see Freddie Prince in cameos because he hates all of us. <laughs> Although Kanan is still one of my favorite Jedi's. He still talk like I've seen him do interviews and he still talks about Star Wars and how he knows Star Wars better than anyone because he trained with Dave Filoni who learned from Okay, so he George. just has an attitude problem, but it doesn't matter because I still like Kanan. I like the character and he's a good actor and and did a good job with Kanan. But I mean, we'll 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 get into the negative stuff, but like you even have the negative Star Wars fans who this is just the first episode in a six-episode-like series already coming out saying that it ruined Star Wars. Well, I think you should. Their... We should just. I loved it, so I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna listen to anyone who says otherwise. I'm not even up for debate. 
I'll just make the little shut your mouth sign and and to keep walking. So and don't keep talking. I don't have to listen to what you have to say. So the, if, if you're listening to the podcast and you want to know what hand signal she made, she just kind of closed like a yeah, mouth. Yeah, that meant yeah. be quiet. I mean, um, be quiet. My, I'd say my <laughs> biggest surprise was how fast we got to him escaping the Sarlacc. Like, that was pretty incredible that that showed up in the first, like, five minutes like not even like I thought that would be like some big reveal that we finally get to and they would hold on to that. You thought it'd be a reveal because I just think that that was more of a let's at least just show it. Everyone already knew. Now they made him look like really cool doing it. They made like, it look it really was cool. incredible. Like I was looking forward to looking forward to that. So it was kind of like you get your dessert first. Like. How does he get out of the star? Like, how does he fight his way out? Having him crawl over, grab the stormtrooper, gas. You would have like, preferred to have that flashback later. I, not really. Like, I mean, I'm glad I got it when I did. So I'm like, okay, that's done, and we can move past it. Now they're still doing a lot of backstory of what he was doing with the Tuscans, gaining the Tuscans, like support and stuff like that. So see, um, that's more interesting to me than I mean, we knew he clawed his way out and flame throat it like you already knew that well we'd already knew that he'd like, like i enjoyed it it was Tuscans cool he's walking around with a gappy stick and that yeah but like, see the that the the that story is more interesting to me than just like tw- flaming your way out of a sand succubus okay so what was your what was your favorite part in the episode I actually, I hadn't picked one yet before you asked me these questions. I know I made you write down the questions. <laughs> My favorite part in the episode, I think, is when he disintegrated the guy. Fired the wrist rocket yeah. and just blew and he him was up. Just, yeah, because then like you think, oh, no disintegrations. Um, and besides the disintegration part, my actual, I really, really, really liked... When he, the leader of the Tuscans, handed him the little sand urchin full of water, and he looked at him watching his teenage son try to take credit for it, but we know how teenagers and kids are. So he was just like, Bro, I see what you did. I'm going to help you out. And all in all the books, it's always like there's a big deal for a Tuscan to kill. Like that's part of their growing up and you become a man in the tribe was killing a crate dragon. Now seeing how big crate dragons get, that seems really crazy. But the fact that this little kid's walking around with that giant head saying that he choked it. I love how adorable. nice. Like, I mean, so we started to see Boba Fett in uh Mandalorian being like he's he's a nice a nice guy, right? So we saw that we even with Django Fett, like this like we we saw that character is not the way it was like perceived as just a bounty hunter with no thoughts, right? So I like the we're really pulling the heartstrings on him being like a really nice guy. Like he's he's being kept prisoner and he's helping the kid and then kind of smiling as the kid's taking his credit for for that amazing kid and he's saving other prisoners, he's saving his captors like like he's they're really pulling his like code of ethics and and what he really lives by and believes in and i'm enjoying that so that might be a favorite part too but you see that when they hand him the sand urchin full of water that they're like okay that's nice you got our back yeah um i'd say my favorite part in this one 
I really like the the first shot when they show Camino, the waves crashing in and him looking out. Like when I've watched yeah, it a couple the, times. And you see the movie flashback. You see the so you movie like the flashback. Back to tank part. I'm I'm enjoying the back to part, back to tank parts. I'm excited to learn more. I also like. I think to, that's gonna be a big focus. Him him holding the court and then, I'm the crime boss. He's supposed to pay me. Like yeah, some but of then those he, lines, But he's not. So it's it kind of reminds me a little bit of Tyrion Lannister. Where, like, as his downfall, Ooh, though. Bring, bringing in Game of Thrones yes, into this. All because the... Tyrion was, was such a great character and rules with respect. And he had his own code of ethics and honors that was so different than everyone around him. And he was fine with throwing customs out the window. But it turns out to hurt him in the end. Like, he, he's, he, is, he, sh- he should kill the people that are, like, opposing him. If he wants to, like, I don't know, gain control as much as he says. You think that's going to be maybe a downfall for Boba Fett? Yes, is, is that he's trying to do better in a land where, and it's a commentary on the current environment of everything, political right now, which is something Star Wars always does, right? But he's trying to do better in a land where that doesn't get you anything. It doesn't help you. So what's the point of taking someone who was technically supposed to be the villain in Return of the Jedi? He was going to be one of the big bads in the main villain and turning him into a nice guy who then fails by being a leader. That's like the that's the pop movie trends of our time right now, though. That's the point of that. You can look over Star Wars, like the original trilogy, and see the the pop culture trends of what storytelling is, is very important at the time. Then you can look at the prequels and see what was really trendy and popular for your main characters in that time span of when those movies came out. You can see it again with our Last Jedi and all the, the sequels. And right now... We love seeing the villains and them not actually being villains. There's so much gray. There's, yeah, there's so no, like there is not villains. It's you, you, and you identify with villains more. And like, I don't know, is the villain ever the villain? I'd say Palpatine was actually a villain. Like he did not have, but he wasn't a fun villain to me. Like I enjoyed the some of the books that we read, the Plagueis books, where you had a lot of his like younger thoughts or whatever. But like when you actually look at that character in the movies, he had no interesting char- characteristics about him. He was just bad, 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 nothing, zero interesting. It's so much more interesting to have a character that is good and bad because that's how everyone is. It is interesting to say because I was even thinking like Palpatine, as soon as he took over, it just went, everything was evil. Like I'm trying to, I'm enslaving people, I'm conquering worlds, he's I'm not, dominating. So he's not, it's not interesting. Like, that's why Kylo Ren is more interesting, even though he was a little bit broody. It's also trendy in characters right now and character development. But he at least had more interesting conflict within himself than just, I am the villain. I am bad. Okay, so what was your least favorite moment in the first episode of Book of Boba Fett? It can't all, it can't all be sunshine and rainbows. What's something that sticks out to you where you're like, eh, I wish they would have done something a little different here? I didn't, well, I did not love all the slime in the Sarlacc. 
It was it's a little gross. He was inside a it sarlacc. Was, it's a little gross. He's being digested. Those were I was stomach it's like, acid. It's like the Kraken in Pirates of the Caribbean, but worse. Like, it's a little gross. Are you going to try to... To chop that out, or we that was. Your I'd phone. say we can just keep we can keep going. I believe that's <laughs> no, it the was, school calling. It was a little gross to have the slime, and then I don't, I don't know where we're going with the the ninjas and the shields. Well, so it's not that I don't like it. I don't know that I. I don't. I just. I don't know how because they they look like ninjas. They don't. They're. I don't know who they are. I don't know what where they come from. They're nothing recognizable, and so so far that's my least favorite. I mean, I love that the. So so far, the ninjas are my least favorite because I don't know who they are, and they have not captivated me yet. I am more interested in his flashbacks than the current. Oh, now it's my phone downturn. So I'd say one thing that my least. Favorite part so far, and I, like a couple of the like, there's a all the fans who came out like super negative were just saying how Boba Fett keeps getting beat up so quickly. Well, he's, he he got eaten. Well, yeah, he got eaten, and he's kind of an old dude at this point. Like he's not like how old is he at this point? Because we are we are right after Mando ended, right? Yeah, so we're past Mando. Technically, he's 40. He's like 40 plus. So he's not super old, but he's being played by a guy who's 60 years old. Okay, but I don't, it doesn't, I mean, so even if he's 40 though, and he got put in a Sarlacc pit, and he's a clone. He's an unaltered clone, no, so the, he's not aging quickly, supposedly. Like that was the. No, I thought that all the clones aged faster anyway. No, because he's, he's unaltered, is what they say in Attack of the Clones. So that's why he stays young. I think that we're going to find out like the Sarlacc and the other stuff that he's gone through hurt him so much that he is going to get beat up faster. Ooh, already jumping into predictions. So your prediction is that for... It's not a prediction. I'm just watching the episode and that's what I see. I that was I've seen that too where hey like the Sar like that's the reason he needs that back to tank is because the Sarlacc like having that stomach acid and, and breathing in that air and stuff caused a lot of different things to happen to where he needs to have back the tank or he'll die. And that could be leading towards a, I don't know that I will go. I don't think I agree with that because we didn't see him in the back to tank during Mandalorian and he was traveling and he was doing everything. But I think that when he has access to it and when he gets hurt, he gets hurt a lot easier because he went into a Sarlacc pit. So one, I didn't realize this, and I thought this was really cool, that there was an old comic where the Sarlacc was actually intelligent and could communicate and had actually talked to Boba Fett when he was in the Sarlacc and had told him, hey, like, I am the consciousness of everyone that I've dissolved, like, that I've eaten, and that eventually Boba is, like, a part of the Sarlacc, and he can actually talk to the Sarlacc. So you don't think the Sarlacc is dead? No, it looked, looked kind of dead. It looked pretty dead. I mean, like having a flamethrower shot through you and Jabba's barge. I always thought that Jabba's barge like crashed into it. Like when it blew up, like it fell into it and that's what killed it. But they kind of gave Boba Fett credit for the kill on this one. 
Yeah. I was kind of surprised. I thought they were going to have the crate Dragon show up and eat him. Eat the Sarlacc. And that I was, was actually a little surprised that we had no crate Dragon because I thought that when that guy was digging up and he, we saw a claw or something, I thought it was heading the direction of crate Dragon more than, I don't know, four-legged six-legged crocodile with a smile like with giant arms that just punched a rodian down into the sand like yeah but like it's I, such a violent way to go yeah so i guess tatooine has uh, a lot of uh desert dinosaurs it's got a lot of biodiversity because you got like you got jawas that show up all, all over the place you got those little sea oh, urchin I, you know, i actually don't like that the jawas took his armor i think that was very rude and they they punched him in the nose. Like, now why didn't they like they helped? Um, what is it, Cobb Vanth, when he was in the desert, but he had Sarla. I guess he had those crystals, and Boba Fett had well, nothing. Was he unconscious and dying? Like they probably thought well, Boba they left, Fett. If they would have left dying. him out there in the desert, I'm sure yeah. he would have died. They could have just like driven past and waited and said, "Hey, we're gonna swing back." I uh, maybe he has some past history with them where they were like, "Screw you guys, <laughs> we, we I'm know going this home." Guy. Yeah. <laughs> I remember this Boba Fett. What do you think about the? the but name I don't Lord know Fett? though because he he apparently is so nice though like like he I, he could he could have let. That teenager get killed and not like save him, and then he would be free. But he had and a, he knows how to get the water. He had an opportune moment to, to and kill he that didn't thing. do it. So why was he wanting to like help that kid and then still be a prisoner? Which like if he doesn't dig up water for them, like his prognosis wasn't great. He could have killed that kid after he killed the monster and then went to Anchorhead. Yeah, like so. So, why do that, or why not do that? Like, what? Why would? Why would he want to be part of the Tuscans? Maybe because he respects that level of violence that the Tuscans. You think bring. he respects violence? It doesn't seem like he respects violence. It seems like violence is more of like a means to an end. I mean, he's Boba Fett. He's seen a lot of violence and he's done a lot of violence. Is it respect or is it just that like he doesn't have anywhere else to go yet? Or is it that he was like, hey, this is a kid. I'm not going to let a kid die even if he's been told to keep me prisoner. It's in here, youngling. Like, yeah, like he called him a youngling. Like he, I don't, I mean, he doesn't have, he doesn't have kids, but he, he remembers when he was a kid being raised in a warrior type of style like Django Fett and he had armor and they were just kind of like around all the clone troopers and I mean Django Fett seemed like a pretty nice dad took his son to work I just I don't know why he would have saved that kid to then join the Tuscans and I I guess I hope we find out so you're hoping for more motive and backstory and, backstory and loving a character because I do I love characters easily if you give me a reason. Especially if they're in a Star Wars. Yes, if they're in a Star Wars. I do love all the Star Wars characters. So what other characters are you expecting to see hoping. or you're hoping to see? Okay, I, I would hope. Like, I heard your idea. You told me all your ideas on Omega. And I would hope, like, I would love her from Bad Bash. I love that. Like, I wanted Molly to dress up as her for Halloween and nobody will do it. But 
I love her, and I can't wait to see what we do with that. I would hope to see her, and but I think your theories were a little far-fetched, and I, I don't think I'm going to get that. I would hope to see some Mando or another, like, the last episode we get to see Luke again. So... What if I told you there was a report? I don't want a leak. Don't tell me a leak. It's not a leak. I don't want. I don't. It was want, something that. I'm telling you, I don't want it spoiled in that way. Okay. It was just a rumor that. I'm not gonna say it. She's giving me. She's giving me the the glare of death. Like I don't like leaks. Like I read all the leaks before the Game of Thrones finale, and it ruined it. I will never do that again. I read all the leaks for. I actually think I read the leaks before. So, I don't either I don't, for the Force Awakens, not the Force Awakens. For um, what's the third one? The not the Jedi. What's the one? The the third newest one. Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, the Rise of Skywalker. I read all the leaks for that, and they turned out to be true. I will never ever do that again, ever. They were okay. all true. I don't want to hear reports. So we're we're dealing with I I don't think they're going to get off Tatooine. I think like that's the main story and that's where everything is going to be placed. Do you think he's going to end the series still ruling over Tatooine as the crime lord? Cuz he doesn't seem like he's too into crime. He seems a little bit like he's trying to be turn over a new stone and not be a bounty hunter and be noble. So I'm thinking that we're going to see other bounty hunters from Empire Strikes Back. I'm thinking you can have Okay, a, that's a little bit more. That'd be a little fan servicey too. Like, we'll all scream at the TV and be like, oh my gosh, look. Dengar yeah. or Bosk would be two big fan favorites I could see showing Do up Do you here. think we're going to get Grogu? No, I don't think we're going to get Grogu. I don't think we got Do a Luke. Do you think Luke we'll ever get Grogu again? Or Leia. Well, we got Mandalorian 3. Like, I mean, that's where your Grogu is. No, he's not. We gave him away. But he'll show up in Mandalorian three. Like okay, they'll we'll have see. scenes where Grogu's so training. So, what do you think about Omega or Ahsoka? I, I, I know like, Ahsoka's I'm, I'm getting of, her. I'm, she's getting her own series. She's getting her own series. Um, I don't think you're gonna get. I'm trying to think of just people that would be on Tatooine in between. Oh, what about the um, Return of the Jedi who is and Grogu's babysitter? Oh, that one, the mechanic lady yeah. who... What's her name? You're going to have to pause and look it up. No, I'm not going to look it up. It's But I know the actress, like her, you can tell, see her Do face and her hair and stuff. think we're going to get Bo-Katan? No, because she's going to be fighting with Mando to go take back Mandalore. Now, I could see him showing up at the end and being like, hey, we need your help, or we need the crime what if syndicate's help. we get help. Chewie or somebody? Could get a Chewy. I don't think like you wouldn't get a Leia. What about Lando? What is Lando doing? Like Lando? I don't know. I don't know. Lando blew up the Death Star, and now what's he doing? He going back to Cloud City to take. And this Cloud, is before. Ta- this is before our sequels, right? This is before sequels. So in the book, uh, not um, uh, aftermath, they have a mission where they go back to Cloud City to take that back for Lando. But who? Who is they? 
the uh, Snaps and Wexley and all of those people, they go to Cloud City. But Boba Fett's not really tied to any of them. We're more on the Mando rogue side of... Bounty hunters. What if we and- got something really cool, like we got an Ezra... Like, who now we see that he is confirmed alive and he came back and it's an older Ezra. Like, what if it's something like that? That would be a great cameo or a great surprise. I can't imagine Ezra showing up and then disappearing again. Like, oh, don't know. He could just be stopping by. Yeah, but he wouldn't reach out to Hera or Sabine. What if we got Hera? Hera's my favorite. You, I could see a Hera. I could see Hera showing up here or a Sabine showing up in this. But, like, why would they come to Tatooine? Because he really, Tatooine is why like our crime. Why does anyone ever go to Tatooine? Because for money or because you have to stop there for something. It's it's even worse than Jakku because Jakku, at least there's a junkyard. Tatooine's just desert and apparently giant sand And monsters. money. Money and good clubs. There was That was a decent looking club. And you yeah. got hey, the music, Max Rebo. So he maybe you're going there. there for the clubs. Maybe you want some Twi'lex to polish your armor. Polish your helmet? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was... Hey, that, we, we were just at Olga's Cantina, and that looked pretty much... Uh, it was perfect. So, so, okay. So we got off track, though. We got for hopes. What about actual, pre- actual predictions? Because those were my hopes. I would hope I got to see Luke... Or Hera, or, you know, any, I won't see Kanan because he's dead. Kanan's dead. Ugh, but. So what are your predictions for next, just to go next episode. Next episode? So, like, we know he's going to confront the mayor, the Ethorian from uh, the city. And yeah, gonna, we saw the previews. Saw the previews of that. I think he's going to wind up blowing that guy up. Well, obviously, him. he's the mayor's dead, and then we have conflict because you can't just go kill the mayor. So that and might, rule with respect. So my prediction would be that's going to start a war with the new republic, and you're you, going to the new because the new mm-hmm. republic is in charge. So he's going to eventually wind up being like on the radar of the new republic. But the okay, and that's what you think for next episode. That could be your next episode, and you know what that could lead to. That could lead to your boy Luke showing up and having to take him down. Be like, hey, like, we Do know what you did. Do you think Boba Fett survives this series? No. I think Boba Fett will be dead by the end of this series. I think then I'll cry for a year. Don't do that. My prediction is uh, we will find out who those ninjas work for, and that's our next big conflict. And you don't think Boba Fett's going to die at the end of this series? What happens to Boba Fett in episode six of this? Because there's only six episodes. Do you think he just he's ruling Tatooine and he's the crime lord and it's Lord Fett? And he's sitting in his chair. That would be amazing. I hope it's Lord Fett. That's what I hope. Yeah, that's my is that we don't lose Boba Fett. But does he go violent and he gains control of Tatooine? Or does he keep trying to be like, I rule with respect. And his character development is going from learning that you actually have to be the villain on Tatooine. I don't think he can rule with respect on Tatooine. So if we keep Boba Fett, I think he has to be a little bit meaner. Or does he give up his desire to rule, leaves, and Fennec Shad? Oh, he could pass the baton to Fennec. But then where would he go? 
to look for Omega, and then he would go find Ezra, and we get get our our cartoon gang together. And he's just traveling the galaxy. A simple man. He's a simple man trying to make his way. Okay, so that's our that's our some of our predictions, our thoughts. I think that's a good place we can uh, we can wrap this up. We'll be waking up at three o'clock in the morning. Yes, like we usual. Will. Oh and we God, get to watch episode popcorn. two. Oh, I'm going to make portion bread tomorrow. I should make it like before we play hit play off portion bread and some sunrise calf. And don't worry, we will be doing an episode here soon on our one, our trip to bed two, our new cookbooks that we just got that you've been cooking. I'm Root only leaf stew. eating Galaxy's Edge Black Spire recipes that are from all over the galaxy for the next few weeks. It's. I'm glad everyone enjoys everything from that book. Okay. So, as always, from my crew to yours, may the force be with you. And also with you.